hello, 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 welcome to episode four, and I feel like talking about mental health, because I know everybody is getting a little bit overwhelmed and going into a bit of depression because this thing has literally lasted over a year. Welcome, COVID. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to make it a light situation, but at the same time, you know, it's okay to laugh at things to kind of make it a little bit easier to cope with. Um, I know 10 years from now, we'll look back at this and be like, damn, I lived through that and I made it through. At least everything's okay. So that's what I'm going to talk about. It's the mindset because it's connected to mental health. I hope you're following me here. Um, I wanted to give some advice how to get through this because practically when I was going through a very bad depression, that's when COVID started. So, and now I'm doing perfect. I don't want to say perfect because no one's perfect, but I'm doing very well. And I was thinking I can give you some of my advice because I've been noticing that I've been telling a lot of my friends these things. And so why not help a bunch of other people, you know, across the world? And if it could help you, you know, I would be very happy about that because I wish I had this advice long ago, you know, before I started getting really depressed. So the first thing, uh, what could help you is be close to your doctor, okay, your family doctor, um, like, who you go to, because I, I hope everybody has a family doctor. If not, um, maybe keep going to the walk-in clinics that are, like, keep going to the same walk-in clinic with the same doctor, you know, kind of create that bond and trust, um, like I have with my doctor, um, because I know at the time I wasn't very open with my family, and I wasn't very open with my friends either, so that's one thing. If you're feeling like you're completely alone, at least have that option or at least have that open mindset to talk to at least somebody, okay? I I know it's hard. I know it's scary. You feel like you're, if you actually go to a doctor, if you go to someone, you, you feel like, crap, I am screwed up. I am like this. It's like, no, it's not that, okay? Let me stop you right there. You're not sick. You're not crazy. You're not any of those things. You are surviving, okay? You're surviving and you need to at least talk to someone. Put that doubt and anger and that high ego a little bit down, okay? Slow it down a little bit and be like, hey, okay, I need help. I need to get this fixed, okay? That's my mindset that I have to go through. Like, I've been diagnosed with a lot of crap and I'm like, crap, another thing. Okay, let's fix it. And, you know, that little bit of mindset's a bit easier, to cope with them being like, I'm sick, I'm, you know, broken, I'm this, you're not broken, you're just a survivor, okay, a lot of people have went through a lot of crap, and I get it, okay, um, don't take that as a way to label yourself, okay, I know a lot of people, they just identify themselves for everything that they went through, and that's one thing you cannot do, okay, because if you say, this one part of my life identifies me within everything else, it's not gonna, you know, keep you going, you know, it's gonna slow you down a little bit, you know, you're more than that, you went through more than that, you're a good person, you're, you could be a mother, you could be a sister, a brother, you're, you know, a great friend, 
a great worker, you know? Um, and then the next part, what I least, what helped me was to change my diet. Not saying to go on a diet and just eat vegetables and fruit because that's impossible for people. Like, yo, you can't live with that. Um, but like, you know, eating less bread, eating less junk food, um, less sugar, like, you can start off slowly. You don't need to be just doing the cold turkey because, you know, it doesn't last long. Do something you know that you're going to stick by with each day and even a year from now, you know. Um, and the next thing is sleep, okay. Holy cow, I can totally be, I can totally, like, say that if you don't sleep, yo, you go insane. That's how I was going. I was going insane. I needed something. I needed to sleep at least for an hour straight, yo, because I wasn't, I kept waking up, I kept, you know, it screwed me up, and that's what led me to the hospital, because I wasn't sleeping, like, for, like, five years, I wasn't sleeping properly, like, it was horrible, and I tried melatonin, it worked for a little bit, but then it started wearing off, so I had to go on medication, and people, okay, there's a stigma about medication, I get it, okay, um, I don't blame people because I know with research and stuff, you know, there's like um, future side effects and stuff like that. But you need to think about now. Okay. I know it's hard to just stop yourself from thinking, well, what if, or like I could get this. Okay. Like think about now, what is actually destroying you now? What is causing the effect? Lack of sleep, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. Okay. You need to take something to at least control that for now, okay? You can get off of it later, okay? You can get off it and from two years from now, after going through therapy and taking that medication to at least make you think clearly for now, okay? That's what I'm doing. I'm not going to be staying on my medication forever because I've been working my ass off to get the proper help, to get the right um, right like group therapies and stuff like that to actually get better, you know, because I don't want to be on medication for the rest of my life. I one day want to have children, you know, and I can't be with uh, on antidepressants while having kids, you know, I want to be stronger than that. And I'm not judging anyone who is still on medication because my parents are and they're survivors. And I totally think that they're amazing. They're my heroes. I'm glad that they're on it because they can't, how do I say this? Like they can't be without it due to the severe mental illness that they have. Okay. That is to balance the chemical imbalance that they have. Okay. And that's what it is. That's what you need to think about it. You know, like if you have a severe chemical imbalance, you need to be on that medication. Okay. And if later on, you know, with therapy and the mindset you changed and everything, you can get off it with a doctor, okay, or a psychiatrist to guide you to do it. Don't do it on your own, okay? Do not think you can just stop it randomly if you've been taking that medication for a year because you're going to have severe withdrawals and that's going to take you into the hospital. Don't do that, okay? Um, I've never done it, um, but I've seen my mom and my dad trying to do it. It's not good, okay? <laughs> um, so sleep, food, uh, what's next? Positive... Um, Having a positive support team or a circle of friends, somebody you trust, okay? 
for me, it's been taking years to actually educate my family about my situation and to adjust how I am with them. Not saying I'm changing who I am for other people because changing yourself ain't good, but like readjusting yourself. That's not an issue, okay? That's something at least to cause less conflict or or future conflicts with your friends or family because you can't expect everybody to understand your situation or um, your mental health or anything like that because, you know, it it scares people, okay? You got to understand that you can't blame other people because they don't understand you or they don't think like you. Um... Like with my father, he has severe PTSD, okay? Um, he was uh, tortured in Chile. That's another story for later. Um, he has different beliefs and values, okay? Um, and he's older. He's like 70 years old. So, um, you know, I don't blame him for thinking differently. Um, for a while, I did get in arguments and all that. But then I had to adjust myself. Okay, let's not talk about these certain topics. Let's... Um, do something that's more neutral, okay? Let's uh, talk about something more neutral so then we don't get into an argument, okay? Or, like, I don't talk about severe problems that I go through with him because it, it will um, cause more anxiety for him. And I, I'm not doing that because um, I don't trust myself or I can't be honest with him. I can be honest with my father. But I don't want him to get sick. He's older, you know, he's a senior and I don't want him to be worrying about those problems. So that's why I have my honest circle, let's say, of friends of people I can just be completely honest with, like my aunts and my mom and my friends. I, sometimes my brothers. My brothers I have to adjust with too because they have their own issues. But I hope you get the point I'm saying is that sometimes you need to realize how your actions and sometimes your words or the way you come across can affect other people. It doesn't mean change who you are or hide your identity or hide who you are. That's not what I'm saying. It's to adjust. So then the other people can slowly understand you. Like when someone didn't understand me, I would just start yelling and getting pissed off and walk off. It's like, no, you breathe, have a couple of deep breaths and then drink some water or something or tea. And just close your eyes for a bit and be like, okay, why aren't they understanding me? Is it because of my attitude? Is it because of uh, my body language? Did I say the wrong words? Okay, it's not saying to overthink. It's to just uh, like follow your steps and of how you kind of made that person feel uncomfortable or a little bit scared. Because, you know, when you're in a depressive state of mind, and this is for later on, of course, if you like already had the proper medication and you've already been to the doctors and then, you know, like you need to start understanding yourself and even understanding your flaws and even understanding um, the things you don't like about yourself. OK. And I know it, it scares the shit out of people. And I even have to tell my friend, like, look, you need to face your demons when, of course, you have the right support team medication and therapy because if you're facing your demons while you're going into a deep depression you're just going to drive yourself deeper in the hole okay you need to do this after um and with me i have to face it and it's 
a lot of work, you know, realizing that you're yelling, realizing that you're giving attitude and being like, shit, okay, I fucked up, I'm sorry. And I've noticed with a lot of people who have depression, anxiety, it's really hard to apologize. You know, like apologizing is like realizing like crap, like I'm a screw up. And that's one thing I had to change. I'm not a screw up. Nobody's a screw up when they say sorry. You just made a mistake and you're human, okay? So changing your words like that and what type of context you're using it in, it changes yourself tremendously. You know, you're not someone who's sick in the head. You just have been through a lot and you're a survivor because you made it through, okay? Like doing that and changing yourself and understanding like, okay, it's okay to have a problem. It's okay to feel weak sometimes or to cry or be angry or feeling frustrated or just depressed and lonely. It's okay to feel those things. But you need to figure out a way to get past that, you know? You can't just be stuck there. And I've been with a lot of people and uh, who just prefer to be depressed than actually facing it and getting the help because they didn't know how it was going to turn out. They didn't know because they were overthinking it, okay? They were overthinking what may happen if I get help. You don't do the ifs, okay? That's the one thing. You don't do the what ifs. You know, if you already know you're depressed and you're struggling, just think of the first step. I need to talk to my doctor. I need to go to the psychiatrist or I need to go to the hospital and check myself in. Those are the the first three things, okay? And if you're younger, um, if you're still living with your parents and you're a teenager, talk to an adult. I'm not saying talk to your parents because some people I know, like, you, they're not close to their parents, but I'm like, call a hotline. Call um, your aunt or somebody that you're close to who's an adult who can you know, guide you or take you to the hospital or take you to an appointment to give you that support. Um, Because I know it's hard to talk to your parents if you don't trust them. But if you trust your parents, perfect. Go to them, you know. If they're a little bit narrow-minded like how my parents were at the time uh, and very in denial of what I was going through, I had to go to my aunt. And my aunt had to talk to my parents. And that was another shit so I had to deal with. Um, But... I just hope this advice helps. And and if you're listening to this, I'm very proud of you because that already shows that you're interested in getting help. And I know it's scary. And I know that ha- going through the unknown and it's really hard. And it's really hard to shut up your brain with the what ifs, but you need to just take it one day at a time and just do it, okay? Just get help. I know... It's scary, but you got this, okay? And we're going to get through this together. And I'm proud of you all. And I hope you guys are having a great night or day whenever you're listening to this. And stay safe. Peace.